It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. Welcome to Week 18 of the 2023 NFL season. The 2023 NFL season, Tom Brawley, is so long that we're now in 2024, even though we're still calling it the 2023 NFL season. I hope everybody had a wonderful and happy new year. Um, I was, I'm down in South Carolina, and let me tell you, people love blowing shit up down here. Um, <laughs> I was out on my back. I think I sent you a video. I was out on yes. my back porch after uh, after uh, midnight on, on Sunday night, er, uh, ergo Monday morning. And I sounded like I was in the Ardennes forest at the Battle of the Bulge. I mean, it was absolutely <laughs> ridiculous out back. Um, my poor dog just absolutely hates the fireworks. But hopefully, hey, maybe you set something off because you won a fantasy championship. And if you're listening to this show right now, either you're a complete sicko who just likes hearing us talk, uh, or you're playing in week 18. And Tom, you and I, instead of doing the typical waiver wire podcast at Fantasy yeah. Points, what we're going to do is essentially do a little bit of a motivation guide. Which teams are playing starters, which teams are not going to play starters, at least which teams we think are not going to play starters, which teams could maybe scoreboard watch. Um, so let, let, let's go game by game, Tibra. How are you doing? How'd you do in, uh, in fantasy here? Um, yeah, obviously we we had a we, it was I a fun week. Success. I I, yeah. I was gonna say I want to congratulate you. You won our uh, long-standing <laughs> uh, collegian or from you know we we started this back in college. Uh, so yeah, you finally took down the championship. You beat me in the finals. It was uh, a good matchup. It came down to the final couple of players, but uh, congratulations on that title. Uh, I was won, sweating it out. <laughs> yeah, I won our fantasy points dynasty league. I beat Paul Kelly. So it you know I. I wanted to beat you, but, uh, you know, at least I got some consolation uh, first place prizes uh, this week. But, yeah, a fun, interesting week 17. Uh, and now we get to week 18. It's uh, This is always a hard week to kind of parse through. This is more of like an information gathering week than uh, maybe, you know, statistical analysis. Uh, you know, we, we still have that going on. There's plenty of games that still have meaning, but the entire schedule uh, we, we have to, yeah, you have to stay on top of it and, uh, we'll get more and more information as the mm -hmm. week goes along here and as coaches and, uh, players start to talk a little bit more. So let's, uh, let, let's go game by game and talk about who's going to be playing their guys for your fantasy teams, uh, in week number 18, Tom, and we're going to start on Saturday. There's a couple yes. of games, including your Steelers who are lucking out because they need to win. And they, I think they need either a Jacksonville or Buffalo loss to get yes. into the playoffs. Um, but here's some good news for the Steez, Tom. The Ravens are the number one seed in the AFC. They have locked it up. I would venture to guess John Harbaugh is going to play his starters very little, if at all. Meanwhile, the Steelers have all the motivation in the world uh, to play their guys the entire way. Yeah, this one, and it, it's reflected in the point spread. Uh, Steelers would not be four-point favorites in this scenario if uh, you know the Ravens had motivation. They would be probably up over you know a touchdown and probably close to ten-point underdogs in this game if uh, the Ravens had full motivation. So, point spread is telling us uh, just that. I would expect to see Tyler Huntley and uh, you know probably Melvin Gordon Melvin and Gordon. Ch Charlie Kolar uh, at tight end here. Th those are probably the probably going to be the three top. Uh, skill players for the Ravens this week and uh, Pittsburgh yeah, as you said it's they're rolling with Mason Rudolph that's the story in Pittsburgh this week uh, a lot of rumors going around that Kenny Pickett didn't want to dress and 
Uh, his time as the starting quarterback, Mike. He's running Frank. out there nude. He's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't. Yes, yes. He was out there nude, and uh, <laughs> you know, he, you know, they, 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 the whole quarterback situation in Pittsburgh is getting more and more interesting. It uh, once seemed like uh, you know Pickett would have a couple of years here to develop, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, we'll see where this goes. Uh, you know, this is kind of a similar situation to a couple of years ago, whenever they had a chance to to sneak into the playoffs. They need a Jaguars loss in Week 18, and uh, Carson Wentz delivered it for the Colts. He uh, played <laughs> an awful game in that one, and then the Steelers beat the Ravens uh, in overtime that that year to sneak into the playoffs. So uh, it's a little bit of deja vu here in Pittsburgh. We'll see if they can uh, luck box their way into the playoffs again. Uh, we're, we don't have to worry about anybody in the next game. Houston and no. Indianapolis. If the guys if the guys are healthy, they're going to play. This is a win and in game. I think it's a win and in, losing out game. I think that's I think. That's all that there is to it. Uh, both of these teams have all the motivation in the world to play. Yes, this is a, a game that has a one-point spread. Colts are slight favorites in this one. Uh, but there are some injury situations to monitor this week. Uh, quick turnaround. Uh, the, the Texans cannot stay healthy at wide receiver right now. They finally got C.J. Stroud back, and we know how well he's played for most of the season. Um, so we want pieces of this offense, and uh, Noah Brown has been battling knee injuries. Now he picked up a hip injury. Robert Woods was the number two receiver after that. He picked up a hip injury. Uh, so we might be down to like John Mechie as the number two wide receiver here. Uh, so uh, this, this is a wide receiver situation to monitor. Even Nico Collins, they were kind of monitoring his snaps in that game. Uh, he's been dealing with a calf injury of late. So uh, it's definitely a situation to monitor here, but uh, you would think that uh, you know most of the uh, all the top players will be going in this one uh, with you know motivation to potentially win the AFC South or even at the, at the very least get that seven seed. Let's move on now next, Tom, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Carolina is two and fourteen. They've locked up the number one pick. The problem is it's not theirs. Um, <laughs> nope. Tampa Bay needs to win, and if Tampa Bay wins, they win the NFC South. Tampa Bay fully motivated. Carolina, I mean, I. With these teams who are eliminated, they have no motivation, but these teams do typically play their guys, um, yeah. barring them not being injured. So I think we should see a full a full slate here. Yeah, I, nothing probably really should change much. Uh, just are the Panthers going to show up this week? That was a, a complete no-show last week after, you know, giving the Packers a little bit of a run for their money in week 16. Uh, got shut out against, uh, you know, you know C.J. Beathard outplayed Bryce Young, and it wasn't even particularly close. So, uh, yeah, the Panthers will be trotting out their their uh, their top guys once again here. Uh, but, yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, had won four straight. Uh, <laughs> did not look good last week in a, a beatdown by the Saints. So uh, they have one chance left to get this, uh, this, this playoff seed, you know, playoff spot in the NFC South title. And, uh, yeah, I was – I was starting to go through some of the, uh, like, as, you know, we, we look in incentives as well and, you know, even like player milestones. And uh, that was one that I, I did see that, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield has some incentives in his contract. If they would lock up a, a playoff spot, uh, he, he unlocks like an extra like 500K uh, for this game. So, uh, you know, a little not, not that these teams, you know, they want to make the playoffs no matter what, but there's a little bit yeah. of a money incentives as well for, uh, for, for, and the, the other one was Mike Evans is also looking to lead the league and receiving touchdowns as well for the first time in his career. He's always been knocking on that door and uh, he's currently one ahead of Tyreek Hill. So that's, 
that's something else to watch in this game. Yeah. Um, so by the way, we're going to have an article up at fantasy points this week, Grant Barfield. We'll put it up for free, but you should subscribe to fantasypoints.com yes. uh, because our early bird special is up 20% off, gets you everything, including our new all in package. Uh, T bro. Um, uh, Graham Barfield likes to do the mo- the monetary incentives as yeah. well, so he'll he'll get that in there uh, for for some of your players who might not be playing for anything else. Uh, uh, teams not playing for anything: Cleveland and Cincinnati. Cleveland, I believe, is locked into the five seed. Tom here in the AFC, they've got nothing to play for. Cincinnati is eliminated; they've got nothing to play for. Jamar Chase played last week through an injury um, t- to. Uh, potentially propel Cincinnati into playoff contention. Didn't work out. T Higgins is banged up. This is a game where we might be see, be, see a lot of backups for both teams. Yeah, this is one, this will be one of those games that you probably want to avoid. Uh, as you said, Cleveland, maybe we get a series or two for their starters. Well, maybe, I mean, Amari Cooper's, you know, dealing with a heel, heel injury. He missed last week. Uh, Elijah Moore suffered a concussion in that game. So both of those guys, I would be very surprised if they dressed. Uh, a guy like David Njoku, who's been very, you know, pivotal to their success recently, he should he should not dress as well. Maybe Flacco gets a series or two, uh, but you know they'll pull him pretty quickly. So I would expect a lot of Pierre Strong, uh, Cedric Tillman, uh, those types of players. To and Dorian Thompson uh, Robinson would probably be the quarterback for the Browns. So this is a, a little bit of a disaster there. And then the Bengals side, as you stated, there, uh, Jamar Chase and T Higgins both dealing with injuries. I would be surprised if. Uh, those guys play, and if they do play, you know, probably not a whole lot. T. Higgins is becoming a free agent this offseason and uh, picked up a hamstring injury in that game, and he's dealt with uh, a bunch of minor injuries this season, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. The one, uh, the one, the backfield could be interesting. Uh, Mixon is, I, he's a, he's like 75 yards away, something right around that neighborhood, away from 1,000 yards rushing, uh, so they could maybe want to try to get him to that number. Uh, but they also might want to take a, a longer look here at Chase Brown, who could be their lead back uh, next year. So uh, that backfield situation would be something to, to keep an eye on here. Because uh, if they are motivated to get Mixon to a thousand yards, um, maybe he, you know, maybe he becomes a DFS player, is something like that. But that's something we'll have to listen to here later this week. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Minnesota and Detroit. Long story short, Tom, Detroit can still get the two seed, so they're going to play their guys. Um, yeah, Dan Campbell essentially said they're they're playing their guys too yesterday. Yeah. And Minnesota, uh, I think they need like a bunch of teams to lose, but they can actually still make the playoffs. So I would think Minnesota's going to go out there. The question is, is it going to be Jaron Hall who does it? Uh, he was not very good uh, on Sunday night. Yeah, this yeah, and this line is sitting four and a half, five. So it's you know, it's it's one of those where we kind of touched on at the beginning too, like the Lions case, do they play a half? And if, uh, you know, D, you know, Dallas is beating the crap out of the commanders, they could pull their guys in the second half if, you know, it's out of reach. So this is one of those games to be very careful with. Um, it, you know, we will get starters for Detroit, but this could be a situation where they could be pulled early if it locked into that three seed. Uh, Minnesota, they have a, you know, outside chance to make the playoffs here. Um, we'll, we'll see if they deviate at all from plan. But as you said, it, it, it's basically every team in ahead of them has to, there's like four teams that have to lose ahead of them and, uh, they have to win. So it's really remote chance. So, uh, but it does seem like they'll play, but we'll see who they go with at quarterback. I think probably going to go back to Nick Mullins after the Jaron Hall debacle, but, um, 
I, I think Kevin O'Connell even said yesterday that go with, but he has yet to announce it to the team and uh, was going to keep it close to his, yeah. uh, you know, close to the vest for now. The Jets and the Patriots, check please. Um, <laughs> they're both eliminated. They, I'm sure they're both. The Patriots are going to play their starters. Bill Belichick used to play his starters when they had the number one seed locked up. Yes. He, Wes Walker blew out his knee in one of those games in 2009, I think. So yes, that's um, right. Yeah, uh, but the yeah, whatever. Jets and Patriots. If you have Brees Hall, Zeke Elliott, you can play your guys. Uh, Falcons and Saints, Tom. Um, essentially, what would happen? This game is. If Tampa loses to Carolina, which, hey, I don't expect to happen, but well, it's the it's, NFL. It's five-point spread. It's uh, it's it's certainly capable of happening. <laughs> the winner of this game would win the a a a a AFC South in the event. Obviously, the Saints could clinch it with a tie as well. So I expect both the Falcons and the Saints to play their guys. Are the Falcons going to go back to HB, Heineke, or Desmond yeah, I don't Ritter? Uh, they, there was some talk that he may have picked up an ankle injury in that game. So he, he was uh, he was practicing through one all week. Yeah, so it may have gotten a little bit worse. And his performance certainly said, you know, he they could go back. And we even saw Ritter taking, you know, uh, some snaps late in that game when it got to garbage time. So uh, as we speak, there I'm looking at a, 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 a lot. You know, the a, a sports book uh, it has all the spreads and stuff like that. And it's it's getting hit a little bit. It is going down uh, three and a half uh, points is the spread right now. But it uh, looks like the Falcons are starting to take some money here today. As I as I speak, I'm seeing some threes pop up. So uh, the, the just the fact that the Falcons, you know, they're still still alive here. And uh, this is probably going to close as a field goal game. But uh, yeah, both, both teams are very motivated. Uh, we'll see. What happens with, uh, you know, the Buccaneers and Panthers? But I, I expect both of these teams to play all of their guys for all 60 minutes. Uh, uh, you know, the Saints could backdoor into the playoffs as well, even I think with some sort, you know, they need some luck as well, but with a loss. But uh, both of these teams will be motivated to play. Uh, let's move on to the next game, which is Tennessee hosting Jacksonville. Jacksonville needs to win to win the NFC, uh, AFC South and get a home playoff game. Tom, they can actually get in with a loss. I think there are some scenarios there, but the fact of the matter is, um, they want to win the division. They want to host a playoff game. So if Trevor Lawrence can play this week, he's going to play. Um, and Mike Vrabel, you know, damn well is going to want to play spoiler. So, uh, yep. I, I think your guys here are safe. If you have anybody in this game. Yeah, and it looks like it's going to be uh, the last ride here for Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry together. Um, it, it, Will Levis picked up a, uh, another injury in that game last week, so I, I don't think they'll really push him to play this week. So uh, Ryan Tannehill, I don't know what that means, uh, the last ride for Ryan Tannehill. He's been uh, downright awful so far this season. Uh, this spreads at like five, five and a half, but I could see them wanting to you know, send Derrick Henry out uh, on a high note if they can. Uh, it seems like this could be his last game, and it's in front of the home fans. But, uh, yeah, Jacksonville righted the ship a little bit. Uh, Trevor Lawrence will be the big story once again this week. Uh, seems to be some optimism that he'll play. Uh, seemed like he maybe could have played last week, but it was kind of the culmination of all the injuries that he's picked up over the last couple of weeks and uh, the fact that, you know, they could you know, maybe afford to lose that game and still have a chance to win the AFC South. So, um, yeah. Uh, Jag Jaguars will be going all out. We'll see what they get. I, I think Zay Jones could be returning this week. So that's uh, something to watch on the Jaguars side. They certainly need a little bit of help at receiver right now. It's just Kelvin Ridley and uh, you know a bunch of scrubs right now. I think Jamal Agnew suffered a, a season-ending injury last week as well. So 
Uh, they could really use Zay Jones back in the mix. Let's move on to uh, the Seahawks and the Cardinals. The Seahawks uh, basically need to win to get into the playoffs, so they'll be playing their guys. The Cardinals will be playing their guys as well. Uh, I, I presume playing spoiler here, Jonathan yep. Gannon, a first-year head coach. Um, you know, you want to you want to get the boys behind you heading into the next year. Arizona's going to play their guys. Yeah, and the the spread, uh, three-point spread, and uh, all, most of the money is on the Cardinals here. It looks like it's going to dip below uh, down down the two and a half here. So. Uh, the Cardinals have been frisky here down the stretch, uh, knocked off the Eagles, uh, knocked this, knocked off the Steelers a few weeks before that, uh, you know, still playing at a relatively you know, higher, higher level of play than they, they showed earlier in the season without Kyler Murray. So, uh, they would like to nothing better than to, to knock out the Seahawks from playoff contention here. Uh, and the Seahawks, uh, are a team that's kind of limping to the finish line as well. Uh, couldn't, uh, couldn't knock out the Steelers, uh, last week and, uh, we'll we'll monitor the running back situation here. Kenneth Walker has been playing through some issues the last couple of weeks. Uh, Cardinals, uh, nothing really on the injury side there. Uh, Mark, you know, they shut down Marquise Brown for the season last week. They put finally put him on IR. So uh, it's going to be the Dortch show again uh, after he uh, torched the uh, torched the Eagles last week. Um, so Tom, that is the start of the four twenty five slate. Seattle at Arizona. Um, the NFL always does a good job scheduling uh, these games yeah. where it's either at the same time or earlier in the day to know what the motivations are. And this is the game I think that matters for the Seahawks because I think the Bears have to upset the Packers in Green Bay. The Packers are a win and in team, so they're playing their guys. Matt Eberflus, the you know the the reports are out there that the Bears are going to bring them back. Um, it, it might not be a hundred percent settled yet, but obviously beating Green Bay and eliminating them from the playoffs on the final day of the season would be the second consecutive year that happens to Green Bay in Lambeau would be motivation enough for him and Justin Fields, who's playing for his job. So Green Bay and, and Chicago. Green Bay needs a win to get in. Green Bay and Chicago. Both of these teams are going to play their starters. Tom, I, I don't think there's and, and maybe there's some scoreboard watching. Um, for the Packers, uh, but I, I don't think they have that luxury because I think there's a big log jam of teams at that kind of eight and eight mark right now. Yeah, they they want to end with a victory anyway and build a little bit of a momentum. Uh, yeah, this is basically the same exact scenario as last year. Seattle needed a Packers loss on that Sunday night game, and uh, Dan Campbell and the Lions delivered for them. And uh, this year, it's the Bears kind of playing that spoiler role, uh, a, a team that's been you know. I, uh, on my points on the point spread show, we we talked about like the Bears are like a top twelve tw team right now. They just uh, racked up too many losses early in the season and kind of put themselves behind the eight ball. And it's, it's pretty much you know a lot like the Lions last season, a team that was really you know surging into uh, surging into the next season. Uh, you know we saw the Lions win the NFC North this season uh, after building some late momentum last year. So. Uh, yep. Yeah, the fascinating. This will be the. This will start the discourse uh, for what the Bears will do uh, with Justin Fields and with that number one overall pick. Uh, Fields probably wants to go out on a high note here, make the decision a little more difficult, uh, or at least put out one last good tape here uh, before he, uh, you know, hits the trade market. So, uh, plenty of motivation on both sides here. The Bears have been uh, playing hard, even though their chances for a playoff berth have been remote uh, up to this week. So. Uh, I think they want to finish on a high note. Chiefs at the Chargers. Um, 
don't expect anybody to play here. The Chiefs are locked into the three seed. The Chargers are terrible. Um, so use your Chargers at your own risk, Tom. Uh, this game's easy. The Chiefs, Andy Reid is a militant starter rester. He's going to rest his starters in this game. Yeah, and the, the spread tells it all. I mean, this Chargers team, I have them rated as my second as the second worst team in the league right now. And they're two-point favorites against the Char- uh, against the Chiefs. So mm-hmm. that, that right there tells you that uh, don't expect uh, any – Patrick Mahomes, any Travis Kelsey, any Rasheed Rice, Isaiah Pacheco. They need to get him uh, rested up uh, before the playoffs. So, uh, so yeah, pick your poison here. Uh, you know, be careful. Uh, you know, with Chiefs players and even with Chargers players, uh, we've we've been we've seen them rest Keenan Allen the last couple of weeks. Josh Palmer had a concussion, missed last week. Uh, so we'll see just who is uh, in the mix here. Uh, I think. Austin Eckler is one. Uh, he has some incentives that he needs to unlock. He needs like 65 scrimmage yards or something like that uh, to potentially uh, get a little bit more money off that contract that he signed this offseason. So uh, that's one player that has a little bit of motivation, but I don't know if it actually matters or not the way that Austin Eckler and uh, the Chargers offense is performing right now. Broncos and Raiders is a game uh, between two eliminated teams, Tom. Um, probably with a little bit different motivations, though. The Broncos are in bad vibes central because of the Russell Wilson situation. Meanwhile, the Raiders w- probably want to play to keep Antonio Pierce's job. This has been a much more competitive team under Antonio Pierce. Finishing on a high note will help make that decision better for easier for Mark Davis. So I actually expect the Raiders in this game to come out with a little more juice than the Broncos have. I I uh, I push back. I think both teams are going to come back. I, I I think the Broncos will rest some of their guys that may be banged up, like Cortland Sutton missed last week. I, you know, I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to rush him back. But uh, I think Jared Stidham. This is kind of an important game for him. Uh, they signed him to a two-year, ten million dollar deal last offseason. They got a lot of issues with the cap now. Uh, with once they release Russell Wilson this offseason, so I think he's this little mini audition for him to potentially be the starting quarterback for this team next year. Uh, so that's, I think there's going to be plenty of motivation on that side. Uh, and, and you're right. Antonio Pierce is looking to lock up this job. Uh, they, they're, they're paying a lot of, uh, dead money to, you know, Mike McDaniel and, uh, you know, Gruden before him. So, uh, could, you know, the, the Raiders might, you know, might want to take a year or two, uh, with an interim coach and, uh, make it a little official, but, uh, you know, be a little bit cheaper and, uh, the Raiders are certainly playing hard underneath, uh, hard for Antonio Pierce here the last couple of weeks uh, since he's become the, the head coach. And I think they do want to end on a high note here. So uh, spread is kind of telling us, yeah, two and a half. So uh, Raiders are probably a little bit better, you know, the higher power rated team at this point. But they're kind of expecting both teams to to be playing in this one. Uh, this is where we get to the maybe the scoreboard watching part of the day. Uh, the Eagles yeah. can still be the two seed uh, in the um, in the NFC. They can also be the three seed, depending on what happens in the Cowboys and Commanders game. So, and they probably want to end end the regular season on some good vibes because uh, the fan base is absolutely revolting against them. Um, but the Eagles play the Giants, and at least for the beginning of this game, I anticipate they'll be playing their starters. Um, yes, there could be some scoreboard watching. Devontae Smith is dinged up. He's got, a, they say, a minor ankle injury. So some some situations we have to monitor, but the Eagles have motive, and the Giants are going to want to play spoilers. So uh, I, I don't think for right now we have anything to worry about in this game. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. The, the spread is at five and a half points, five points. Um, you know, this was a spread that was, you know, close to two touchdowns just two weeks ago. So that kind of tells you, you know, the state of the Eagles right now. And the Giants 
are trending up here a little bit since Tyrod Taylor came back at quarterback and uh, he was playing like, you know, this, this might be my last chance to start a game last week. He, he was leaving all, all out in the field here and uh, I expect him to do the same this week. Uh, but yeah, the Eagles will be in a spot here. Uh, we'll get, we'll get to this Dallas commanders game very shortly. Uh, basically a two touchdown spread in that one commanders, uh, you know, kind of laying down here late in the season and uh, the Cowboys, if, you know, they put up a big number on them in the first half and have a huge lead. Uh, Eagles could certainly pull some of their guys late in that game. And uh, Devonta Smith is the the one injury we're watching this week. Um, you know, left uh, left the stadium with a boot and stuff. But it does seem like it's not they're not overly concerned about it. But there might be enough concern that hey, let's sit them for this week and get them ready for the wild card round. Hope you don't need anybody in this Rams-San Francisco game. The Rams nope. are have clinched a playoff spot, uh, but it's either the six or the seven. Um, so yay, you know, I, I think they probably feel pretty good about their chances with the way they've been playing, uh, in either of those spots. Um, the 49ers have locked up the one seed. So, um, the Rams probably like, I mean, you would anticipate that if they play their starters for a couple of series, they'd think they can beat the 49ers backups. We already know Christian McCaffrey's not playing. Um, I, I expect this to be a backup bowl, Tom. Yeah, I'm with you here. I, I do think there's a little bit more motivation on the Rams side, and the spread has kind of moved towards the Rams a little bit. It's plus three and a half now. It was, it was like four and a half yesterday. Um, I, I do think there is a difference between the six and the seven. I, I think you want to, if you can, you'd much rather play the Lions in the first round, uh, first time NFL like playoff team here with you know their core, uh, it, it, you know, as opposed to pu- probably playing the the Dallas Cowboys, they've been a, a little bit of a, a, a tough team to play on the, you know, in Dallas, in Jerry Jones, uh, in Jerry world there. So I think he, they do probably want to avoid that if they could. They'd much rather have the six seed. So um, we'll see, though. I mean, the Rams are one of these teams we see at every preseason where they don't take any necessary risks with the uh, key players. So uh, we'll get probably some word here, you know, later this week from McVay. But uh, if they do play their starters, I, I don't think we're going to see them for an entire game. And on the other side, the 49ers, I, I would expect uh, you know, all the key contributors to be yep. sitting out this one for them. It's going to be Sam Darnold, and uh, you know, we'll see even – they could sit Elijah Mitchell. I wouldn't even be surprised with his injury history. Uh, you know, With uh, Chris McCaffrey dealing with a calf injury, they might even put him in – uh, you know, you know, wrap him up and uh, keep him on the sidelines. So uh, we'll see what they, who they trot out, but it's going to be a Sam Darnold game for the San Francisco 49ers. Let's move on to Dallas and Washington and Dallas is it Dallas is win and win the division. So they're going to be motivated. Um, if, if they play to the 14 point spread, they might pull their guys in the fourth quarter, but that's a risk uh, in a blowout any week. So th- I expect Dallas to play their guys. Yeah, no, no, no issues there. Um, the other side will be interesting. We'll see if uh, Jacoby Brissett picked up a hamstring injury late last week. And uh, that, you know, Sam Howell, uh, you know, played relatively well through the first like 12 or 13 weeks of the season, but he's been an absolute disaster for the last five or six weeks. And uh, just having him in the lineup submarines the rest of this offense at this point. Uh, you know, the, the McLaurins, the, the Dotsons, the Logan Thomases, the Curtis Samuels. They all need Jacoby Brissett as the quarterback this week. So uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that injury report on Wednesday to see if uh, Brissett is back to practice and uh, if he has any chance of going. Uh, the line is at 13, 13 and a half. Uh, if we get another Hal start, I, I probably see this line 
getting up over two touchdowns, you know, it probably is in that 14 and a half, 15 point range. So uh, keep an eye on the percent injury. That's could be pivotal for this game for the, at least for the commanders, offensive players and bills and dolphins. Uh, yes. it, it's everybody's, everybody's playing. Uh, it's, it's for the division. Um, the bills, the bills are not locked into the playoffs yet. I know. They need some help. So it's going to be some um, tension in my house this weekend, Joe, <laughs> because yeah, yeah, the Steelers think. would be the team that would sneak into the play. You know, if they win Saturday and uh, the bills would lose Sunday night, they would be the team that sneaks in over the bills. So a little bit of tension. I, I, you know, I live with a, uh, a bills fan, so <laughs> it's going to be an interesting Dol- weekend. Now the dolphins have clinched a playoff spot. Yep. So if for some reason, the bills were to be blowing the dolphins out, the Dolphins could pull their guys, but let, that's just speculation at this point. Both of these teams are going to play their starters. Yeah, uh, we'll be you know Jalen Waddle. It seems like he they're probably going to rest him. Uh, seemed like they were maybe you know more targeting the a postseason return for him. They probably want him to rest that high ankle injury for another week. Raheem Mostert was a bit of a surprise inactive in Week 17. Burned burned some people that had been riding him the last couple of weeks. Maybe that was more of a all right, let's sit him for this one. Make sure he's ready for you know week eighteen potentially, and uh, maybe the postseason. So uh, we'll be keeping an eye on him. Uh, but yeah, the the Bills should be at full strength here. Uh, no no major injuries coming out of that game in week seventeen. So uh, looking forward to this one. It, it should be a fun one to to cap the season. They always pick a pretty good one for that Sunday night uh, week eighteen game. All right, Tom, there are a lot, a lot of uh, drama in that Sunday night game, but hopefully there's no drama in your fantasy league because as we've as we've outlined here, there are a lot of teams that are up in the air uh, in terms of playing guys and having motivation to play, as is always the case. Remind your commissioner, if you're going to play in week 18, have like a little bowl game or something like yeah. that. Put 10 bucks on the line. You yeah, know, I used to and- do that in one of my legs, uh, you know, just – you know, 10% of the buy and we did like a winner take all or, you know, the first couple, you know, the, you know, first and second place. Uh, yeah, week set your lineup. Play. Yeah. yeah. Set your lineup. You can do that. But other than that, don't, don't play your fantasy championships in week 18. I think everybody knows that he's Tom Brawley. I'm Joe Dolan. Thanks for listening to the week 18 motivation report here at <laughs> fantasypoints.com. Subscribe to the website. Uh, get our new all-in package. It is 20% off early bird special. You have until March 31st for that. But the earlier you subscribe, well, you're going to get our new UFL content with Jake Tribby and Chris Weck. There was a huge edge there in DFS and betting as well. So you probably want to get on top of that. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you this offseason. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com.